episode 153 of the Morgan Official Corpse Feed Podcast. And I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. And with me, always, is Mr. Nick Valdez. Tex, what's going on, man? What's up? Oh, man. Howdy, everybody. Howdy, Arturo. We we have a busy episode. we got a lot. And thankfully, we have a lot. So let's just jump right into these coming attractions, buddy. Let's do it. Yeah, so, uh, first of all, we got the newest trailer, or we got the first trailer for the next Mortal Kombat game. And, like, we don't, we don't really get to talk about games a lot here because it's like, we're, we're an audio medium, right? Like, and yeah, we, we have our stream here, but it's like, how do you, how do you talk about a video game without yes. being like, oh, here's the gameplay and like all that stuff, right? But Mortal Kombat is different. Right, yes. like it's it's just because like you tell you tell people Mortal Kombat and everybody knows how cool this shit is already, right? And <laughs> yeah, it's right up our alley, legit, one thousand percent, right up our alley. And and let it be known though, the Morgue and Corpse Feet have covered video games before. Yeah, uh, thanks yes. to you, Mister Valdez, um, yes. you know, for being the resident expert here. And and this one, uh, Tex shot me this trailer because honestly, I'm not like I don't play a lot of video games like that. So he shot right. me this trailer, and I'm like. Hmm, Mortal Kombat 1. Interesting. Yeah. yeah I click the play thing. and OMG text. <laughs> yeah. This like thing the, looks awesome. Yo, know, these graphics, right? So, yeah, so the whole, just a quick little catch up for everybody. Uh, so, Mortal Kombat 1 is Mortal Kombat 12. But, you know, in the last game, Mortal Kombat 11, Liu Kang got Raiden's powers. There was a whole thing. The big boss of that game was uh, the God of Time who controlled, like, the sands of time. And, you know, Luke Cage beat her, got control of, like, the hourglass of, like, the universe, whatever, and basically rewrote it into his own image. So this is Mortal Kombat 1. This is nice. Luke Cage's universe. He That's why, like, in the trailer, he's like, you're going to war with a god, because he is, he's fire god Luke Kang now, yeah. officially. And, uh, like, little details from the trailer, of course, you know, fatalities. We have characters who are back to life. Raiden's a human, looks like. Um, one of the things that wasn't in the trailer but was announced as by like the PR is that Jean-Claude Van Damme is going to be a character skin for uh, Johnny Cage. Oh, so like, so we're that's... getting some Kumite in there. Uh, that's gonna be cool, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm just I I'm excited. Yeah, especially because, you know, Jean-Claude Van Damme being in there means you can do fatalities on Jean-Claude Van Damme. So it's just like... like this is all... what you get for being a diva on Predator, huh? <laughs> yeah. You could have been but, somebody. <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be cool. This uh, is for the quest, all right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know, we are going to have to do a Jean-Claude Van Damme episode someday. Uh, he does have his yeah. hits, man. Yeah, he, he's got the hits. That's the thing. You know, yeah, um, Tex, uh, when is this uh, 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 game coming out? It's coming out in September. So, Oof. you know, so, you know, when it comes out, I'll play it. We'll do, uh, you know, we'll we'll come back with some impressions for you. Um, uh, for quick you. question. Um, I'm not sure if we did, but did we actually see any actual gameplay footage in that trailer no, we saw? No, or was it all the cutscenes? Yeah, it was just like cutscene introducing like the new like story. Made, like a trailer made for yes. like a premiere pretty much. Okay, yes. cool. Yeah, right. so eventually we'll we'll get some fatalities and all that stuff. We, we get to see how this thing really looks, but like, I'm, I'm hyped. Uh, Dude, it looks, more, listen, if, if it's anything like this trailer we saw, yeah, it's going to be dope because just the brutality involved in the fatalities. Yeah. Um, this time around, it just looks more detailed, more intricate. Like they really kind of stepped up their knowledge and game of the, you know, of the human anatomy. Right. I so know. Like, I'm very excited yeah, about it. Very excited. Like, each of the games have made the fatalities go like super hard, like That's harder true. each, yeah, each time. So like, I, yeah, I'm excited to see what this new one is, especially on like PS5 and Xbox hardware. Ooh, like, ooh, let's go. Ooh, uh, brother, brother. Let's go. So, uh, speaking of video games, we got the first yeah. trailer for, uh, Five Nights in Freddy's movie. Uh, so, I don't know much about these games. I know they were, I know they're like big with kids, but it's like, it's all jump scares, right? Like, yeah, my son, uh, loves these games. He's eight. I I thought he'd be scared playing this stuff, but he likes the, um, Five Nights at Freddy's and Poppy's Playtime, which are pretty much kind of the same thing, um, in terms of gameplay. It's first person and you're going around in like the dark and just opening doors and pressing buttons and stuff like that. And then these monsters just jump at you and come at you and you got to run away and and do all this stuff so it's um it's very basic first person kind of scare tactic stuff but you know this movie looks fun 
It looks fun. It's dropping in October. Um, October has not been very kind to us. Yeah, I know. It's our big, like, it's the big Halloween weekend release, Arturo, too. So it's like, it's coming out on like the 28th, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Um, Yes, I believe right before uh, the weekend, because I know the um, Halloween um, is on a Tuesday this year. So that one's coming out right on like the 27th on that Friday. Yeah, so, so cross your fingers. But listen, like, there's a bunch <laughs> of other stuff coming out in October that are also very questionable um, that we'll get into as those trailers drop. And we're waiting for that, folks. Yeah. It's already we're almost into June. We haven't seen anything about the fall, you know, releases. And I'm very concerned about that because in theaters, you know, just watching our um, our uh, feature presentation today, Fast X, right? I was looking for some some new trailers, you know, s- a, something coming out in September, October, or even a tease of something coming out in the holiday season. We got nothing. We got the same old trailers. Well, you know? See, I was actually lucky because that leads perfectly into our our next big trailer, Arturo. You got this in theaters, Man. yeah. So, uh, the creator, it's you know, it's an original sci fi movie from uh the same uh, Gareth Edwards, the same guy who did uh Godzilla in twenty fourteen. Mm-hmm. I think Rogue One. I think yes. this is. It, I think this is like his first movie since Rogue One. So that's, you know, that sort of raises all sorts of questions about like, but the thing is, like the creator, it's hard to describe because, you know, it's an original sci fi thing, big budget and like, it yeah, looks cool. It, and yeah. You know what though? Um, this is probably why he's been gone for a bit. Um, just maybe taking his time to, to create this world and make sure he has the proper funding. Um, it looks great, man. Honestly, yeah. it, it, this is what uh, Neil Bloomkamp wishes he would have, you know, put out. Honestly, um, because um, it has that kind of vibe to it in That's terms true. of the sci-fi, right? Great but point. It, but it looks unquestionably good. You yeah, know? like it. it not not in terms of like you know, both in terms visually, but as in like an interesting movie. Right? Yes, like, not yeah. yeah. Obviously, I don't know what the story is. I, it can completely go south. You know what I mean? Right. But like in terms of actually looking like a Hollywood product, dude. Yeah. Like th- this is something really Scott would show you. Pretty yeah, much is what I, is what I mean. You know yeah, what I mean? Because uh, John David Washington, you know he he's done some good stuff. You know Denzel Washington's son. He's done some good stuff, but like you know uh, maybe he was hoping Tenet was going to be the one that like blew him up because he he thought the name behind the camera would uh would have definitely helped out (laughs) yeah so i'm hoping like i'm i'm hoping this is this is the one you know like because it looks like it looks super cool i like the way the robots are designed with like the big ear hole thing yes it looks super cool but also at its core you can tell there's a basic simple concept there right yeah this guy has to help out this little you know android boy because of blah 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 you know it's the premise has been done you know what i mean so it helps to understand what the basics of the story is right especially writing it and then you can just build out you know because honestly like this thing looks wild because it looks like um there's a lot of robots going on so ai looks to be a huge part of this thing right um perfect timing with all the yeah all the exactly. AI stuff going on now stealing jobs yes. and all that stuff. absolutely so, yeah Dude, there's like, one scene where they have like robots in like a pit about to get crushed up and everything um it looks very interesting the yeah. world looks exciting it also looks like it was shot very well like everything looks very well lit so you can actually see all the cool robot stuff all the cool sci-fi stuff i love like i'm a huge sci-fi fan yeah and, and, and how, when you how make sci-fi how long has it been since we've had like an original <sighs> big budget sci-fi thing hitting Damn, dude, like this, right? That's like, a good question. I, I I can't even answer that like off the top of my head right now, to be yeah. honest with you, because yeah. it, it's been a while since we had something really solid and good in sci-fi, you know? Yeah, so crossing my fingers that that one actually works out, because yeah. like this could be like a huge you know, swerve, and we get in the theater, and it's a terrible movie, but, you know, signs point towards it being a, yes. a good watch, right? But you know what, though, Tex? It's what I always say. At least go down doing something original. Right. Yes. Very like good point. trying to get an original message out there, trying to show an original vision, not going down on Godzilla. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Or going down on um 
on a Star Wars movie like others have. Not him. Luckily, his movie, yeah. Rogue One, was to me the most successful out of those theatrical releases, right? Yes, because like Rogue One is Rogue One is dope, and apparently Andor is even better. You know, and Andor was sprouted from Rogue One and all that stuff with Diego. So Andor is actually so. good. Yeah, yeah, for what I've heard. Because I've heard otherwise. You know what? From Star Wars fans, too. <laughs> well, because Star Wars fans don't know what they want. We've talked you know about I mean? this so, before. We yeah, did like, have a conversation <laughs> about this. <laughs> Star Wars fans don't know what they want. So that's, yeah, like, that's a great point, though, Arturo. But, like, yeah, like, hopefully, you know, let's hope he's been cooking up something good, right? Crossing and, fingers, yeah. Yeah, I'm and here for we it. Have, we have the same kind of hope for Extraction 2, which we got a new trailer for, and this one was different from the first one, because the first one was all action. This mm-hmm. time, we finally got the story, yeah. and, you know, it, it's just more the same. <laughs> Chris Hemsworth's, like, extraction guy needs to do another extraction. You know, it's taking yeah, some little a kid and place. his mom or something like that. Yeah, and... My only thing was, in the first extraction, we talked about this last time, Chris Hemsworth wasn't the standout. It was the other guy. Yeah. So, you know, so I'm hoping, I'm hoping either that supporting cast is here to like beef it up or, you know, it, then again, if it's two hours of action, I don't really have a problem with that either. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, what's weird though about extraction is that like, um, even though Hemsworth wasn't the standout, I should say, right? Right. He yeah. wasn't the standout uh, of the first one. He was definitely the protagonist, right? Because like he had, he had a deeper side to him, right? Yes. I am hoping they explore that a bit more. It does seem to go in that direction, questioning him. Hey, why are you doing this? I know you're back. You know, you were like, you know, classified as dead for like six minutes or whatever they said in the trailer. So I am hoping they give him a little bit more depth. I love me some action. He does great action, but I think um, we're undermining his talent in terms of actor. I've seen him do some dramatic stuff and he's really good. So I am hoping they give him more of a of a reality layer than just this kind of dude who has to go and save this kid and just, you know. Yeah, yeah, because like speaking to that, like I just saw Hemsworth on a really bad Netflix movie. Uh I forget Which, the name I forget the name. We might have reviewed it here. But you, it was- yeah. I didn't see it. You saw it though, right? It's the yeah. one with Miles Teller, right? Yes. And, you know, and they're it like was, a computer freak or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. And Chris Hemsworth was, you know, doing, he was experimenting with this drug that gave people, forced them to have different emotions or whatever. <laughs> bad movie. And like, you know, yeah, was he bad in it? Yeah. Uh, but also, like, was it just because it was a bad movie? So I'm hoping that's not, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm hoping yeah. it's, I mean, it's like, a good Netflix movie. All right. And so, not like, a, not a bad Netflix movie. He no. was good. Like, uh, for instance, uh, some of his like different roles. He was good in his little role in Ghostbusters. Right? It was yeah. just fucking rando and just like you know, it was different and it was fun. Right? He yes. was good as well in that um, in that Nicky Lauda movie, the racing movie he was in. Oh yeah, Rush. Yo, Rush. Rush. Was Rush. Dope. Rush is yeah yeah. Just a side tangent, just for a hot I saw it second. In yeah yeah. Rush is great. Please go. Daniel see Rush. Daniel Bruhl fucking killed it. It was awesome. Rush is Rush is great. Uh, you know any like uh, what was the, there was another good racing one or no car one like Ford versus Ferrari with Matt Damon. Oh, I want to see that. How yeah, was Christian, that? That's a good movie too. Like it, it, yeah, but that's God, a yeah. It but looked good too. Side side tangents aside, yeah. Like <laughs> Rush is good. Please just go see Rush if you haven't yeah. seen it yet. That's what a movie but yeah like you're right i'm hoping his little personality comes through more yeah but if not cool action scenes yeah hey, cool action yeah, sequences yeah. i and if if not too i am hoping they do then beef up the supporting cast yes and make him do a lot more it looks like that that chick is doing a lot more the one who is his boss right yes um yes, yes are doing you know uh, you know some action fatigues or whatever so i'm hoping it's it's good. Um, it is on Netflix, so yeah, bring it on. Right? It's another one just like we're playing Russian roulette with it. But one that we can definitely have faith in is our final trailer for the coming attractions section is, you know, Tom Cruise is coming to save us once again. It's coming to save movies. And, you know, with the newest trailer for Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part yep. 1. So Mission Impossible 7, uh, it's, you know, it's 
a lot like our feature presentation, right, Arturo, where it's like they, they've made a lot of these same, it's, the same general yeah. cast. And, it's a world, dude. It's a yeah. whole, it's a whole universe in and of itself, right? Yeah. Um, like <laughs> Ethan Hunt is this, like, just, you know, he's the Vin Diesel to, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, to the series pretty much. But, but the main difference here is that Tom Cruise is doing a lot of these things. Like, and also, the main difference is that you know these these movies are what the Fast and Furious saga, you know, or yeah, franchise saga of the series, be, yeah. what they would want to be really. You know, yeah, they, these they big wish they could epic, be grandiose set pieces. Yeah. It, it, they actually mirror pretty like. You know, well, if you think about it, these set pieces are wild. Um, they go all around the world. There's government stuff involved. There's secret agent stuff involved. Yeah. Um, deep, deep, like deep seated secret intelligence stuff and dark web stuff going right. on. Like, yes. like, like it's it's hilarious how they just are so similar. Um, which is great. Yeah, it works out I mean, for the show. So I love it. But yeah. anyways, um, dude, yo, this Tom thing, Cruise, he's coming to save movies. Yo, like, did yeah. I tell you? <laughs> Um, I remember when I, I forgot which movie I saw this. Um, they had an IMAX trailer, right? I was I forgot which IMAX movie I was watching, but that IMAX yeah, trailer. You, it was before Creed. I remember because yes. you were telling me about this one, and you were telling me about Creed that you saw at IMAX. It was oh, like yes. this was yeah, this was like way back at the beginning of the year. I, yeah, um, yeah, it was like either that or like in the winter time or something like that. Yeah, right? it was something like yeah. that. I remember you telling oh, me Avatar maybe. Right, I think it was possibly, Avatar. dude. Yeah, so they just they had like a little behind the scenes kind of little um you know like mini movie of Tom Cruise in that stunt where he's on the motorcycle mm-hmm. jumping off a cliff, and dude, he's doing it over and over and over again, and I'm like, oh my god, this is why this man is awesome this is why when he puts a movie out the big bucks come behind it dude yeah like, he, he is like he's the last he's, he's the last movie star right yes. i think i he's think the we, last action hero yeah like that too <laughs> but like i think we've had this conversation before mm-hmm. and we will have it again when mission impossible comes out but it's like you know it's the same thing we talked about with top gun maverick where it's like there aren't really any actors anymore who you go see their movies just because it's their mm-hmm. movie yep. Tom Cruise is, I think, the final one to where it's like, oh, Tom Cruise is in this movie? Okay, let's go see it. You know, it's like, oh, Tom Cruise did another Top Gun? Let's go see that. And everyone did. That's the other thing, too, because there's a difference between, you know, us here here at the morgue wanting to go see it and literally everybody in the, like, everybody on Earth going to see a Tom Cruise movie, too, right? So it's like, he still has that pull. And if this new Mission Impossible, I don't know... I don't think it's going to end. I don't think this is like, this was leading to like, it's not fast X where it's like a part one to a part two. That's a finale. I think it's literally just seven and eight. So like, I'm, I'm curious. Yeah. Like I think the story is just so big and expansive that they need, you know, four hours, five hours to tell it. Right. You know what? I'm fine because I'm fine with it, dude. Like ever, honestly, Tex, ever since part one, we can forget about part two. Right. But ever since part one, it was like, it's been different and it hits different because you sat down. And at that point in time, I believe it came out in like uh 95. Right. Something like that. At that time, it was like, Michael Bay, Jerry Bruckheimer produced like big, big action pieces. So when Mission Impossible came out, MTV was pushing it out, pushing it out. You remember the awards? They had like all this, right. all this stuff towards it. Yeah. And, and, and this was for part one. They thought because of Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible, it's coming back. It was a show, famous show, all that stuff. And then it came out and people didn't know how to perceive it, right? right like yeah. they were like, what is this? Because it, it was a slow burn of a movie that the action like really came in the the second half of it, act two. Yeah, right? it, it was a spy movie. And yes. that's the thing. It's yeah, they're they're still spy movies now, but now it's like if you look at that first one, right? Like you're you're referencing where it's like it's such a night and day kind of vibe where yeah, now oh, now it's just full on now it's just full on action spy yes. action. But back yes. then 
it was spy espionage intrigue kind of yeah. thriller almost yes. more right exactly and, and then, then and the scale was a lot smaller too yes. even though it had the helicopter in the channel and stuff like that yes. like it was still like one-on-one it wasn't like oh there's a whole like organization over here trying to kill ethan hunt at the moment you know yeah yeah it wasn't until i think part three where things started yes. to blow yes. up and where, uh, where um uh dude Awesome performance by Philip Seymour Hoffman yes. as Owen Davian. Yo, uh, like, <laughs> I will. He was, I will kill your family. Or no, I will. What was it? I will hunt you down and kill you in front of her. You know, dude. It's and like, then yeah. just the, his cadence saying that, <laughs> yeah. just his delivery on that was so like, yo, you're so fucking evil. Yo, he was top so tier. good. And, top tier. Um, uh, and that was the J.J. Abrams one. Yes. Um, that reing- that reinvigorated the entire franchise because part two almost killed it. Yes, part four <laughs> he started climbing, like Ethan Hunt started climbing buildings and then jumping yeah, off skyscrapers yeah. and everything. Yeah, man. Uh, yo, but if this is is any as good as Fallout, like Fallout legit <sighs> was Fallout legit. I I am not ashamed to say, like literal edge of my seat watching that movie because like yeah. that, the whole ho- like the helicopter crash, the helicopter like, mountain scene, dude. Yeah, oh my god. I was, Henry I was, Cavill was great too as that bad guy. Yeah, I was legit just like sitting straight up, like going, "Oh man!" Like I was, I was in. So I'm, you know, needless to say, oh yeah, of course, you know, Paramount doesn't, you know, it doesn't cloud any of my judgment here. But like <laughs> legit, like needless to say, I'm there day one. Like we're, Dude, we're we've here. been down yeah. for Mission Impossible. <laughs> We've been talking about this on a microphone <laughs> for years, even before the Morgan corpse feed and stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know? we, yeah. Our, our, our and I have just been have. talking about, yeah. Our, so, like, like, you know, we are big fans of Mission Impossible, and we cannot wait to see what Tom Cruise does in this one. Yeah, save uh, that us. That being said, folks, save us, uh, it's now time for our future presentation. <laughs> And as we were talking about before, folks, about universes and all that, <laughs> here we have Fast X, baby. Number 10. Tex, number freaking 10, it's which 10. apparently is going to lead to another two more. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's the thing. Uh, so before we even get into this, before we can talk about this, we kind of yeah. have to like address the the Vin Diesel in the room, right? So, <laughs> yeah. So leading into the release of Fast X, he was straight up saying that if they can do a trilogy, they want to do a trilogy. Like he's pushing for a Fast X trilogy because I get it, right? You know, you've been doing the, like if you're Vin Diesel. I've been doing these movies for years. None of my other franchises took off in the same way this one does. But here it's like a money train, bro. Yes. And it's like, I have full, complete creative control. You know, I do, you know, I'm superstar action hero, but I don't want these movies to end. So I totally get where he's at, where it's like, if I was in that position, I'd be like, well, let's make another one. Two, why do we have to stop at part two? Let's make a fast X part three. But (laughs) <laughs> but no, as as we'll talk about this, as we we'll get into this, Fast X cubed, right? Yeah, like as we talk about this, it, it it's really should just be the part two, and you know, and then I'll be good because three would be stretching it too far. Yes, real quick though, Tex, wait for it, pay for it, stay away from it. What's Ooh. your take on that before I get into mine? So okay, so mine comes with a caveat again. Once again, here I am again at the more classic text, you know, classic Nick paradox here. Like it's or caveat where it's like I I think you legit have to be in the mood. This is this is definition of like you have to want to yeah. see it and yeah. you have to because uh, without you know we'll talk about this later. But like I I hated part eight and nine like straight up the first time I saw them. I hated them. Like, I was like, yeah, cause Furious 7 was my out, you know, cause Paul Walker died, you know, they sent off Brian in the sunset, you know, I had my ending and then they started a new arc. So I was like, and so I tried watching eight and nine. I hated both that of them. That arc was because it's a wild ass arc, bro. Yeah. It's a wild ass arc. Yeah. And like, uh, I don't know. I don't think we talked about this on the morgue. Maybe it, it was around when part nine was out, but like, you know, I remember telling Arturo that I just couldn't, I couldn't watch part nine. Like I made yeah, it. Like, we, half- we had it on the docket, right? Yes, we were like, so it, it was, it was part of an, a, a show agenda. And then like, text was like, yo, I don't think I can watch it. I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm not, a fan of the movies anyway so i'm good dude <laughs> yeah. um so 
That being said, yes, folks, yeah, all um, all of that is just preambled to say, yeah. Like, all that being said, I rewatched them because I wanted to see exactly, you know, what and, I was walking into. And you do, you know? that's the other thing. You do have to watch them. Yeah, like that's you, the thing. You have one thousand percent need to watch these movies. And I rewatched them. I was only able to watch um uh seven and nine. Like they're not streaming anywhere else. Yeah, I wasn't gonna. Is- freaking pay money for that but um <laughs> yeah so but then I, I watched seven i'm like huh this was uh this was fun this was, same, this was pretty yes, good same right? here so yes. then i'm like okay eight's not here that's good at nine huh and then part nine right yeah like this was uh this was better than i expected it to be um i'm i kind of want to see 10 now (laughs) yeah i it was a funny moment that arturo and i had uh behind the scenes where we we both watched nine and you know because morgue buddies at home if you've heard us talk about this movie before this franchise you know damn well it, it also comes with our groans and also like us going oh man we gotta do this we yeah. gotta do this but it was funny the both of us realized that watching watching part nine we were both like huh i kind of want to see the next one <laughs> yeah dude and it's um and and the way also text spoke about it off air kind of made everything you know fit into a nice big puzzle right so if you think about the fast x franchise first of all if you are a fan of this go pay for it um if yeah. you're not a fan of it yeah. um you can totally wait for it and you can catch it on peacock it's probably going to drop there in like 30 days or something but that being said i gladly pay for it you know what i mean yeah. it was fun i wanted to see what this was all about and like i was saying text was like hey Picture this like the Marvel universe. Yeah, right? it's like, it's the fast cinematic universe now. Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. Like this movie is like their version of Infinity War, right? Yes, um, and it's a in such a grand scale. And then you stop thinking about it, like, yo, like that's the only way any of this is like plausible because we live in a superhero universe. You know what I mean? And like just leaving that at the door. You know what I mean? Like leaving your your expectations at the door and realizing hey you're walking into like a superhero universe yeah everything makes it okay you know watching him fight freaking jason statham you know on the top of the of, of the garage you know it's like hey you know there's a thing about street fights the streets always win and then he just puts his foot down and hammers down the rest of the of the garage and it just comes down so good that's <laughs> that's the thing right it's like i i used to be one of those people that was like hung up on like physics and like me too because you know because that's the thing it's like you if you're you throw out the logic of your movies and you know and i'm like well what am i supposed to think and you know the first time around seeing fast seven seeing furious seven seeing dom destroy a parking garage with a kick you know that that was like oh okay and this was after he fights jason statham with crowbars and it's like oh and and then the remember the garage falls on top of him too (laughs) yes and this is this is also the same franchise where i thought them pulling the safe out in part five was already too much like i already thought like this was way too far like yo you you kind of ruined the the thing but uh, <laughs> but who would have guessed that years later that this is actually where they're at like in furious nine yeah. they go to space and you know and part of me is like this is the dumbest thing but, but yes i i was also <laughs> like yeah part of me is like yeah this is stupid but the other part of me is like yo in the moment i'm like yo this yeah, is dude you this gotta is use great. like you know you just gotta use your simple you know kid brain you know yeah um, it, your inner child brain to yeah. just watch this stuff because like it's it's like watching like armageddon stuff you know what i mean yes and that's exactly it arturo it's not like it's not check your brain at the door i hate i, no. I hate when people say that it's like oh you gotta no because you stupid. gotta you know still follow the story and shit, yeah, you know because that's the thing there's still a story here yeah there is and, you know <laughs> wild and- enough there is and unfortunately, that's the thing is you do have to at least know part five. You have to know part six. You have to know part seven, eight, well, and nine. Yeah. I forgot what happened in part six. I just know that Letty comes back with uh, Luke Evans. So, yeah. So I, I vaguely remember that because I watched part seven and there's that scene where Luke Evans is in the hospital all jacked up. Yes. And I'm like, oh, that's that guy that brought back Letty as an assassin, which, yeah. by the way, is a great way to, to write in the, a super action heroine right into your team. 
team. Yes. Right. Yes. <laughs> and so, and part six was the whole thing was that, uh, the only thing you need to really know, I think, as of Fast 10 is that, uh, Giselle died. Gal Gadot's character yes. was killed off. Yes. So, you know, and before we even get into spoilers, why that's important. That's a spoiler in and of itself, Tex. Yeah, that's the thing, too. There are spoilers in this, right? Like, it, it's because it's a story. It's. Yeah, it is a story. You know what, Tex? Press that spoiler button. Yeah, man. I think. Let's start talking about this. I think it's time thing. to actually talk about Fast Sex. Yeah, I want to talk about this. Yeah, it's not setting it up, right? So, uh, so jumping into this, Fast X, you know, it does take place after part nine. You know, it's like sometime after part nine and uh the new villain dante reyes is jason momoa he plays the son of hernan reyes the villain from part five yes and the whole thing we can explain it's a cool way of getting paul walker in another movie right and getting his yeah. his estate another check for like all of this right yeah. they just play part five out again and it's revealed that dante was one of the cars that got thrown off the bridge and yeah, they retcon that immediately, yes. which I thought was very smart because yes. th- that way they don't have to, you know, you know, take forever to explain Dante and all that stuff. Like yes. immediately, right off the bat, they go like, "Yo, he was the one behind the safe chasing Dom, yes. right?" And when that safe freaking swung around, it hit his car, right? Kind of crashed his car into the into the ground and all. I'm mean, not into the ground, into the water, off the yes. bridge into the water and all that stuff. So they, I like the like. At first, watching the trailer, I didn't like the fact that they retconned that into the story because I'm a fan of Fast Five and I like that that movie, you know, I I liked how everything played out in Fast Five and I thought that was um, their best one um, at that point. Um, So I definitely dug how they fixed everything, right? They probably got the same actor as well um for sure oh yeah it's the same no of course exactly the same yeah of course they brought him back for like these <laughs> these new he scenes. hasn't aged a bit yeah you know what i mean of course you know, he's that 90s bad guy you know yeah of course they brought him back for their new scenes which was just like extra like that that's the thing right it's it's that stuff that you kind of appreciate as a superhero yeah. universe, yeah. right? Agreed. Where it's like it, it mattered a lot to do it like that the way they did because yeah. you're like, oh, okay, cool, okay, I yeah, get it. it's it's just a cool thing they didn't have to do, but they did. You know, it's it's just all they could like a lazier version of this would have just introduced Jason Momoa in like an action scene and then said he was the son of, you know, whatever. whatever yeah. The way right? they introduce freaking, um, they do that a lot. Like yeah. that's the other thing they do that yeah, for a lot of bad other guys characters. get introduced like that. It's yes. like, Oh, I'm going to destroy you. Like they did out of nowhere during a mission they show up and foil the whole thing right yeah it's like oh i'm the i'm the brother i'm shaw's brother i'm shaw's mother i'm blah blah i'm i'm her cousin i'm her sister there's a lot of this in the franchise already right it is all about family though right yes that's see (laughs) and that's the other thing right so like that's why we say don't think of it like stupidly because like at the center of it at the center of it all it's It's family yeah it's still very much like family feuds you know the villain <laughs> the antagonist and the protagonist, right? Yeah. Um, both they're both very family driven, right? Like all of them at heart. If you think about uh, Jason Statham character Shaw, you know he's driven because his brother got jacked up, right? Um, Hobbs, I think Hobbs is probably the only one that isn't really family driven out of the whole thing, but right. it's Hobbs. Um, uh, but everyone else um, of the bad guys, like they have all family ties, which I thought, which I think is is a very awesome thing to kind of boil down to, right? Like at the end of the day in this wild universe, it is all about how Dom says about family, right? Yeah. And about these human relationships and about caring about one another and being there for one another. So it has these very kind of like undertones of family and relationship and yeah. all that love stuff. And, and, and so, so it does work. Yeah. yeah. So speaking to that and speaking to the Infinity War, as Arturo mentioned, uh, so Dante basically dominates this movie. It's basically like it's like how in Infinity War we got introduced to Thanos and it was the Thanos movie. So yeah. here we got introduced to Dante and it's the Dante movie. Like Jason Momoa, man, like like kind of have to give so too. Yeah, you have it to is give him movie a, legit. Yeah, you have to give him a shout out just for like how much he quickly understands not only like the movie but like the franchise he's in, right? Like Of course. It's one of those things where he he fits so well. It's like, "Oh, why weren't you in these movies before?" Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, I have to eat a lot of crow because I didn't think he was yeah. going to do any good based on the trailers they showed us. It was very yeah. weird. Um, but you know, his behavior is, is properly explained of, uh, what, like he died for like a 
he was clearly yeah. be dead for like what six minutes yeah. or something like so that. When, yeah, right? when he got blown into the water, he died. Yeah. Like that was his whole thing. He died, and he like, and it was great because it was during like. See, that's another thing. Like, there's there's so much credit I give to this movie for Dante in general because it was during mm-hmm. a scene we didn't need. Like, it was a yeah. scene they could have cut out of the movie, but it fleshed out his character, right? Like, big time. It was a scene where he's like, he's painting the toenails of like two of the dead henchmen. He like, he was working with two henchmen to like, during his plot in the beginning, then he kills them. He's like painting their toes and like talking with them about like his motive basically. And yeah, he died, realized there was no afterlife. And now he's just like living chaos. And he's like, like, fuck it all. He's like, he's anarchy, you know, uh, um, in, in, what is it? Anarchy incarnated there you go yeah like um, he, he's just like joker yeah, right and you know so, he, he dresses in a lot of purple too yeah, so all that, purple right yeah, like there's a lot of purple in there it's very it's very deliberate in my opinion i think it's a good homage there to the you know chaotic joker color yeah um which i love um and i love momoa in this movie yeah um, he's great i definitely am 1000 percent certain if it was somebody else. This was not going to play. Oh the yeah, if if it, it were somebody else doing the same kind of character, it definitely would yeah, not have worked. He, yeah, he definitely, as you mentioned, Tex. He um he understands, right? Yeah, he knows being Aquaman and working with, with the Snyder and the Justice League folk and DC and all that stuff. Like he's been in the big leagues. You know what I mean? Like That's he's true. not he's yeah. not a small time character trying to be like you know. Just um, a small-time actor trying to, you know, impress somebody. It's like, hey, it's Momoa. That's why I was a little concerned because I was like, huh, this looks like a different role for him. But uh, he definitely shut me up because he impressed the hell out of me. Like every scene he was in, he stole. Like like after his first like initial retcon scenes, right? And he was, you know, the the crazy Dante, the real Dante. Yeah. Like it was impressive because he commanded like the scenes all the time, but he wasn't this crazy overpowering character he had this kind of this joker way about him where he was like just a force right yeah just um he was a force he wasn't like a big monster but he was this chaotic force that was just fucking shit up yeah like it was it's it's dope because that's the thing it's like if you look at if you look at fast x as a fast and furious movie I, you know, there are some problems you might have because uh, one of the criticisms I've of heard course. from from a buddy of mine is that, you know, the the characters, the Dom family, they don't do anything really. And, you know, and my response to that was, well, because Dante's the one doing things like it's, it's Dante's movie and he's the yeah. one. And that's the thing, like the whole time. It's great. Like, they really sell the fact that he's constantly in control of, like, this universe. Like, he's, mm-hmm. he's so playful because he knows everything that's going to happen. Like, he, yeah, exactly. he, he's planned everything out. It's so, like, and that's what makes it succeed, in my opinion. But, agreed. 100%. But also, yeah, I can, I can understand that the family doesn't really do anything because they can't. You know, they're constantly, like, every time they try to do the old family things, you know, they get undercut by, you know, something. Yeah. Yeah, because like does. you know for instance right what was it tez a whole bunch of them han included yeah, they get like, stuck in like their own plot like it's, it's in some like it's really m- mission to throw them off and separate them yeah like, literally it's, like it's it was a, a real it, it was a fake mission yeah right? it's some real infinity war stuff that like yeah. the family gets separated for basically the whole movie so that's the thing it's like as a part one you know uh i can see where criticisms come from right where it's like but that's the thing. Like, I'm willing to bet that by part two in 20, the only thing is that it's 2025 that we're getting part two. But like, I'm willing to bet that in part two, when they all come together, you know, they all beat Dante, the final villain. And, you know, maybe they do an Avengers style lineup with cars. You know, maybe they're just all in their cars at the end. Yeah. But like the teaser trailer show that like all of them with their cars, you know, yeah. like even Brie Larson's character had her own car yeah. in the commercial. Yeah. <laughs> and so. Yeah, that's the other thing too. Brie Larson's also like the the daughter, Mister Nobody. She's involved in like she doesn't really do anything either. But also, it's like this is I I'm part of me's like I think it's funny that it's also Brie Larson because that's kind of Infinity War. Uh, Captain Marvel, right? Where it's like, it's kind of how Captain Marvel was used in Endgame, where she's, yeah. she's just there for like a couple of minutes, you know, say she's a part of the plot, but she'll be important later. So I'm thinking. For sure. Yeah. She I'm, should probably have a bigger role in part two. Yeah. I'm thinking that's what this is. It's just because we just met her uh, in like part one. So 
I don't know. I'm, I find myself defending this movie, and it's not a position I thought I'd take <laughs> earlier in the year. Yeah, but I mean, like, listen, like, um, me neither, but just rewatching the films, adjusting my perspective, yeah. you know, which is always necessary in life, folks. After you learn shit, you got to adjust what you know. Um, I wasn't a fan of the Fast and Furious saga. Like, I was not a car guy. So, I part one, part two, I could care less right. about what percent. the hell's going on in those two. Part three, listen, we had a story there yeah, in Tokyo, Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift rule. We had a very yeah. good story in Tokyo Drift. I forgot what happens in part four, right? Um, the Fast Five, though, came out. And I'm like, oh, when did this become an action movie right like straight up heist kind of bank and robbers kind of stuff so i was like okay all right cool six i didn't see in theaters right but i saw it at home found out letty died comes back in seven right yeah part eight charlize theron's and in, introduced like this whole thing man it's um it's absolutely wild and now we're in in fast x here um and we are actually the story's not bad, too. Like, just thinking in perspective at the overall universe, right? Right. That we have here. Like, besides one and two, everything else works very well, yeah, right? It's, like, it's like they did a really good job of just remembering all the callbacks. Yeah, like, that's like, the thing. Yeah, like, I had to do my homework for all this yeah. stuff, right? So, like... I'm sorry. Go, go, no, go. no. It's like there's there's a ton of fan service, and that's the yeah. thing. It's like mm-hmm. you know, Fast X. As as we're talking about it now, the movie's already made like three hundred and nineteen million dollars, like for its opening weekend. So like, it's probably huge worldwide. Too, yeah. So overseas. it's clear that Age. it's clear that the people are here. You know that the mm-hmm. people are here to see it, and it's because, like you said, there's such an attention to detail to its own story and to like, yeah, it really is universe that like it literally rewards people who like love these movies and love. And going this is why you know if you're a fan, you got to pay for it because you're like you're so invested now, right? Yes, that's yeah. like like. Even me now, after rewatching and spending hours with these characters again, and I'm like, damn, yeah. I forgot how interesting and how much you know fun i had with these characters right with all of them right and that's why it goes back to the point i brought up in the beginning like you you just have to be in the mood like it's literally like you have to be in the mindset because you know we're in the final arc of the fast and furious saga so it's like you know supposedly i I mean yeah (laughs) yeah i'm willing to bet that after this ends we'll get a hobbs and shaw part two so like i you know yuck so i hope not yeah so and then that's okay (laughs) so uh, i just want to touch on we got to touch on that for a moment right so we have we got plenty of time okay so the big post credit scene so i'm gonna say there's technically two post credit because they, there should have been two yeah yeah because i i guess they got scared so the okay so big spoilers once why, though once again big spoilers you know we've been casually dropping them here and there but uh big spoiler is that the movie ends on like a huge cliffhanger where dom and his son are like at the bottom of a riverbed and dante set them up that way that's the whole thing yeah, dude, like, after after like freaking flying down a dam with the car on fire yeah like there, right? was, there was a whole thing you know and this was this was post him like him and john's uh john cena's his brother like going through this whole car chase scene the dom's son jumping from car to car and like this was all after all of that yes. stuff. It was you, a lot. It was know, a lot, folks. Yeah, and like <laughs> after the flaming down, burning damn thing, you know, he loses the car, and it's so funny because right before that, uh, Dom's like, "You should have, you should have take." Oh no, you made one mistake. You didn't take my car, and then yeah. and then they did take his car. Like, it turns out it was all Dante's plan. He set up bombs, and that's the last scene we see. Dom and his son looking at each other while the thing blows up, and you know, cut to black. But that's not the last scene in the movie. The last no. scene in the movie reunites us with, uh, with Letty and Cypher, who have had their own little plot throughout the movie. They, you know, they're, they're walking through the, the winter tundra, Antarctica, wherever they're yeah, at. Yeah, because Letty, will, um, uh, just to clarify, Letty was arrested earlier in the movie. Yes. So she, so she's written off. From the rest of the main characters and is able to interact with Charlie's um with Cypher, Charlie Saron's character in this prison, where they get into an awesome fight where they um 
they go on record saying that it was like the second unit that actually directed that because it was a uh, during the time where oh they yeah had lost they were the going through director. they were going through all those director <laughs> troubles yeah that's yes, the other yeah, thing because, yeah because of story you know issues so being fair to that you can tell like that's the thing you know because a lot of this thing is Vin Diesel's Dom is kind of the worst part, which is sad. Agree. Yeah, you because know, he is the worst. Like he's so fashion figure man. Yeah, he's so serious. And then like the re- everybody else is trying to have a little fun with That's it. A great point. Yeah, Tex. and he's so mm-hmm. serious that it's like it doesn't blend all the way. Especially when you have Jason Momoa just like eating up the world, and then you have the serious Dom. So I hope they find a better balance to that next time. Especially agreed. Especially when so. Going back to the, the, the final scene of the movie, uh, Gal Gadot's Giselle is confirmed to be alive again. Once again, superhero universe. No one dies in these shows. She pulls yeah. up in the most superhero entrance, comes out of the Arctic Sea, breaking the ice bed, right? Yeah. In a freaking submarine. Which submarines <laughs> were already used in part eight. So that's the if thing. They were. Is, you know, these things have been like, that's the other thing. It's fan service. It's like, you mm-hmm. know, yeah, a submarine again. You got Gal Gadot, but she's not the only DC actor we get back. So uh, in the post credit scene of the movie, you know, you, mm-hmm. get, you get Dante talk, cause in the movie, Dante goes, well, yeah, or was it over the phone call? I can't remember the post credits, but like, he was like, well, Dom set up the thing, but you were the one that pulled the trigger. And yeah, it was like a message he had left him on a recording or yes, something. And yeah. it was, you know, and it's revealed that yes, Dwayne Johnson's Hobbs has returned to the franchise in uh, presumably the final movie and then a Hobbs and Shaw part two after that, most likely, because, you know, it's the rock and he gets what he wants. But yeah, but also his line where he's like, oh, yeah, what was it? Um, I Yeah, you're a candy ass or some shit like that. And I'm just like, and he breaks the phone and part of me is like, smashes like that plastic. Phone. Yeah. And so I'm so I'm so over the rock at this point. I'm so rocked out, yeah. bro. Like legit. <laughs> like, like that's like that's an understatement. Like I'm tired of his shit. Yeah, like, one thousand percent. He's got go home heat with me. Like if yeah. he had. Listen, if he had shown up at WrestleMania, it'd be a different tone right now. All right. Yeah. But no, he couldn't even give me that. He couldn't even. He couldn't even give me Cavill. Yo. He teased me with yeah. Henry Cavill I, again. Right. I think that's and what it is. Right. Art. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Like. The, the whole Black Adam thing was kind of the final straw in terms of like, yeah, of course, like in terms of him having his own franchise, right? Like he, he's going to like now he's trying to do a live action Moana and like stuff like that, you know, because he's searching for the next thing because Black Adam. Because we through. need that right now, right? A live action Moana. <laughs> Listen, can you leave Moana alone? It's perfect the way it is, okay? Like we don't – we I don't need freaking rock singing yeah. as Maui. Yeah. Which, by the way, he's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to come back as Maui. You know what would be decent? Like I wouldn't have minded – if he was like, hey, I'm going to take the story of Maui and do something with that. No problem. You know what? That's a – Right? Yeah. No problem because it's still like – you can go deeper it, like into like the roots of Samoa and like all the you know, Fijian islands and all that stuff that he wants to explore. Yeah. Right? Like, that's because a great it's all point. about that, right? I would have taken that's that. That's the whole point, yeah. right? He's bringing this back for his culture, for his people, blah, blah. Okay, cool. So – because you just want to dress up as fucking Maui and, and, and say you're welcome, dude. Why don't you, you know, have writers do something, you know, after the strike, obviously, have them write something like new for Maui. Yeah. Have him his because I'm a great point. Honestly, I'd be interested in watching it because he had some pretty cool adventures based on his songs. Yeah, right? the the Maui origin stuff, right? Where he's like, yeah, dude, I pulled I, I pulled the sun for you. I pulled. I the- want to see him fight Tamatoa all over yeah, again. You know what I mean, that's true. That's uh, like that would be cool. Like, and honestly, like animated feature man i don't want to see your fucking face on the screen all the time dude that's the thing i you know you know like i i've talked like i mentioned how fast five was like kind of like a breaking point for me for so long and a lot of that was the rock like because he i don't blame you yeah because he there's a so the the reason seven through nine work is as they do is that they found a balance they found a balance Mm -hmm. between taking it seriously and like yep. doing goofy shit, right? They they let Tyrese and Ludacris basically carry the weight of like the humor and yeah, the comedy, one thousand yeah. percent. Yeah. But now now you're adding a full dose of cheese to that with The Rock. Like it's gonna be super cheesy again. And after yeah, after three right. movies without that tone, 
without the rocking them, like it's going to be a huge shift in the in the final one to suddenly get so much rock dominating this movie. And yeah. like that's that's where it's gonna be like, okay, that's going to be the test for me. For me in in general, where it's like are you're coming in to basically you're like you're you're you know <laughs> you're breaking your way back into these movies <laughs> after you so publicly distance yourself from them that like I'm I'm not only gonna look at it what was the reason for that by the way too it's, you know so uh as much as reports have said you know it's him and Vin Diesel had the fallout and uh, okay and, okay and as I think so don't you know don't fully quote me on this but I think it was Vin Diesel trying to like he tried to get reach out to the rock but you know the rock went off and did his own thing so I I, that's right. I think that's what the story was. I think because you know the Rock went and did Black Adam, and then we also he wanted solo shit. Like like he legit wanted to you know yeah, to be the star. That's why we I got Hobbs think... and Shaw. But Vin Diesel you was like, like, yo, these are it's my... his ego, bro. Yeah. And it, it's been that way ever since WWF, dude. Yeah. Back in the Attitude Era, yeah. it's his ego. He's trying <laughs> to he's trying to WWE's way through Hollywood, and clearly yeah. it it clearly <laughs> it backfired to where he needs to go back to the movies that made him. His Fast Five was the first time that people were like, oh, The Rock as a full action star. Because, yeah. Okay, no, 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 no. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. I'm going to have to stop you there. Well, I was going to say rundown Um, and stuff like that, but that was the the first time. That's the thing, Tex. When has The Rock actually made a good movie when he's the star? Ooh. Right? This works well in Fast Five because – he doesn't have to carry the weight of everything, wow, and his character yeah, is question. like a gimmick yeah. that plays into the movie, right? Yeah, that's... But then, like you saying, he got like yes, they they noticed him more because he was in this movie, correct? Right? Yes. But he doesn't do good things yeah. every time he's like out on like on his own. Remember Rampage? Rampage I haven't seen it. I heard it was San garbage. Andreas. Uh, yeah, the know. one with the yeah, and then um, was is San Andreas the one with the building. Yeah, San- oh no, skyscraper, no, right? Yeah, skyscraper was under the building. San Andreas was yeah. the earthquake one. There, then there was uh, it, he's been in like Jungle Cruise, uh, Jumanji. Jumanjis are good. The Jumanji movies are good. I don't but mind it, him in Jumanji because you know why? Because his, because it works. Because you're he's, he's playing a video game. Yeah, character, he's a character you know? in an ensemble, and the ensemble gets a lot of attention too. And you got you got yeah. Jack Black and Kevin Hart there, and then. Karen Gillan, who's like steals, sh- but, yeah, yeah. Like, but you're right again, though. Like that's absolutely like right. Yes, what his his persona is legit. The description of the of the board game character, right? right? It's like so. Of course, he's gonna be this kind of macho guy, you know, all this stuff. So like he hasn't done anything on his own that stands by itself and, as like, yo, that was a good rock movie. And clearly, you know what's funny? Yo, that's never. That's a great point. Dude, I don't think I've ever said that sentence. <laughs> Like, uh, dude, like, I, I enjoyed him most in, um, what's that movie? Was it, uh, Too Cool? Be Cool? Was it, uh, uh, no, the Get Shorty sequel. Yeah, Be Cool. Yes, where, uh, where where he played that guy, you know? I remember Be Cool because it was my first DVD ever, so, (laughs) He was the bodyguard trying to, you know, break into Hollywood and stuff, and it worked. I'm like, that works. That was showing some John Cena talent there, right? Like, where where he's willing to kind of, um, because he he was playing, like, a gay guy too, right? I think he he was playing a gay guy trying to break into Hollywood, right? Yeah, so, uh, speaking of Cena, just real quick before we wrap up this thing, (laughs) Cena's great in this, like, yo. Yes, yes, you know what? I'm glad you brought this yeah, up because just, that's another wrestler yeah. that got kind of shit on by the original story because yes. his character was like not good at he all and not, not good at all yeah, was, um yeah. and this one he's more natural he's feeling it he's more about the family like it definitely works with his persona and i think um it's showing off more of his acting chops because yeah. they wanted him more to be this 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 like you know anti-dom opposite dom kind of you but know yeah, straight hero kind of thing years, which, yeah in the year since they've seen john cena be john cena and they're like, they're like oh it's like i seen this guy freaking body slam a naked dude yeah, you know? so they're like oh let's pair him with a kid let's you know let's let's make him batman and like do batman and robin because they basically have a little bat plane you know in the, the little kayak yeah thing, right? you know, the kayak and, and i was like it's pretty cool yeah and, and, and of course 
course, he sacrifices himself, but he's not. Of course not. Nobody dies in these movies, ever. Like, no one dies. No one dies unless they're a villain. And even if they're a villain, they don't die unless the movies want them to. So, like, so uh, putting my final stamp on this, I'm curious to see how this shakes out in, in part two. Mm-hmm. And my, I think, I think I will say that. I will bet on part two being good, like a good finale to everything, but it also should be the finale. Like I'm willing to, but yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure it won't be the finale. That's what sucks because I'm willing. I'm I will sit here and say that I'm willing to do a three hour end game for Fast X. You know, I'm willing. Yeah, you know what? For yeah. the Fast Cinematic <laughs> Universe, you know what? I'm down for that now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for the Fast Cinematic Universe, I'm willing to sit through a three hour movie that that brings it all to an end, but. You're right. It's these make too much money. Vin Diesel, you know, he's too persuasive, and <laughs> you know, and if they, you got the Rock back like, now. I am group. Yeah, throw him money. You've you got know? the Rock back in it now, who needs movies? So yeah. he'll be like, all right, let's make it a trilogy so that he can do more, you know. And so there's so and Statham's not doing anything either. Yeah, you know? you're right. So, there's so much evidence to the contrary that part two will be the final one. That I'm hoping, yeah. I'm hoping beyond hope sight beyond sight you know like i'm hoping that that next one is the last one because tr- but you know what though tex be. and if it's not you know what who cares yeah right do come, ba- come back and do uh and say furious one do mortal Kombat, right do yeah like yeah. <laughs> if, if you think you can kind of put out like uh, you know a quality story fine yeah, put it just out start a new work like, right this has become a franchise yes, right this has yes. become a franchise so we have to take the same approach as to it as we do with halloween and and, you know Scream and, the and all the, all the no, right? no, and the Marvel movies, like, and the Marvel yeah, movies, right? It'll just be phase, the only difference here is phase that five. there's been a repass in fucking ages. Yeah, that's you know, <laughs> or ever. Yeah, and that's the thing. Ever. You know, just uh, my uh, you know final final comment. Your final thoughts yes, on it? Final final thoughts <laughs> is that like at the end of the day, like it or not, this is a franchise that makes hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars with a cast stocked full of people of color and women doing badass things you know and like it's there's a ton of spanish even though even though vin diesel himself is like of unambiguous origins you know (laughs) but like his mom in the the movie spanish though yeah he's in the you gotta read a moreno so that's his mom dom Toretto's (laughs) character is the spanish italian dude so like yeah he is so like there's but there's all of that like in the franchise itself like it's always been like very just very loving very eclectic yes very um um inclusive yes it's just been inclusive and at the end of the day you gotta love it for that like just yo kudos to that yeah 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 like what i can't say it any better folks um if you are a fan of this franchise you probably seen you, Fast X already. Yeah, you've probably already um, been the if 319 not, like, bill. Wait for yeah. it to hit on Peacock. If you're not a fan like that, wait for it to hit Sci-Fi Channel, and you know, and watch it when you get a chance. But um, honestly, for me, um, I am glad that I had a chance to rewatch these movies and actually enjoy them. Yeah. Um, I didn't give them a chance because um, I just didn't. I was like, oh, this must be yeah. the you know the same garbage they've always been outputting, but. Honestly, I'm glad I had the opportunity to watch seven again, to watch nine again, and really be like, yo, like, this shit is good. Yeah, yeah. Like, when you think about it and you and you just, like, look at the whole timeline of everything and all the characters, you're like, damn, what a universe. Yeah, they've built, you know? they've built themselves a universe. What, what a universe yeah. these people built. And you know what? Like, if this is all Vin Diesel has in him, I'm good because he's not good at anything else, you know? So yeah. besides group. Oh, and Riddick. Yeah. But even then, he, he, the first two, Pitch Black and Chronicles, were his best two. His third one, the one he actually wanted to do. Yeah. The third one. The one he, eh. the one he bet his house on, remember? Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm good off that. Yeah. I would have bet my house on fucking on Chronicles of Riddick. I wanted to see more with him and Carl Urban. It was so awesome. Anyways. Um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, like uh, – No, God, no. It's just – Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah, no. But, um, yeah. yeah. It's, um, I truly um, – I, I legit – truly watched this movie like a kid i had fun watching this it uh, it brought me out of the reality of everything um it, it just i just sat down enjoyed a great popcorn flick man that's this legit is a true popcorn you know summer movie summer blockbuster that's what it is you want to go see a summer blockbuster go see fast x it starts with fast x not guardians of the galaxy yeah. folks i mean All right? the summer season starts now i mean the you know <laughs> one has a cast that's full of people of color the other so, you know, 
I mean, what, I don't know. know. Also, um, <laughs> yeah, folks. So, uh, go out there, go watch Fast X, go try and watch Nine, go watch Seven. Because as we mentioned, you definitely need to rewatch <laughs> you, the older ones yeah, in order to really to immerse story. yourself in this kind of world, yeah. you know. Um, and that being said, folks, this has been episode one fifty three of the Morgue, an official Course Feed podcast. I am Arturo Padilla. The guy behind the face and with me always, Mr. Nick Valdez. And a big shout-out goes to Mr. Del Virus for the awesome artwork he provides us all the time. Big shout-out goes out to you guys for listening. We have 152 of these things out in the podcast you know, universe. Apple, Spotify, Amazon, iHeartRadio. Um, we're on YouTube Live, on Twitch Live, on Facebook Live um, on Thursdays at 420. You can watch this show drop. And also, folks, tune in for next week um, where we have The Little Mermaid coming up. And hopefully uh, we'll talk a little bit about that new uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger show on, on Netflix, FUBAR. And also go check us out on where else? On YouTube and all the archive stuff we have for you folks. Um, we have The Crypt hanging out in there as well. We have Scary World hanging out in there. And again, folks, thank you so much for listening. And remember, it's a scary world out there, but we are here to walk you through it.